0: In today's Gospel, Jesus is warning that when all of these catastrophic events take place, there will be pretenders and false Christs. And he tells his followers not to be taken in by the horrific signs that permeate these images of the end times. Not follow these fake Christs that will come. Now this is sound advice, isn't it? It has a good feel to it, not to be taken in, not to be tricked. But wouldn't everyone who has followed Jesus all this time know this? And then as soon as I asked that question in my mind, a name popped into my head, Judas Iscariot. This gives one pause. That maybe following the Lord Jesus is more challenging than one might believe. Perhaps Jesus is asking much more than what is just on the surface of the gospel words. Jesus is speaking, of course, about the temple of the human heart. Jesus is teaching that he and he alone must reside on this throne made of flesh and blood. It is from this place that we have our bond with him. And as it turns out, this false Christ, the one Jesus spoke of himself, is the Jesus that I invent. The comfortable Christ that with a wink and a nod, he gives me a pass and allows me to make deals with myself and with him. He will be the comfortable Jesus who allows us to remain unaccountable and undercover. You see, that false Jesus is the one that really doesn't expect me to be transformed. And he really doesn't mind when I choose to ignore my bond with God the Father. This false Lord suits the roving human heart because we form and reform him as my own desires change moment by moment. He is the Jesus of my own fiction an incarnation of my own design. He's dangerous. He is a dangerous Lord because it means I am acting as my own savior and not trusting God to be enough. Now, I'm old enough now to confess that too often the enemy looks rather uncomfortably like me. If we're truly to be disciples of the scriptural Savior, we need to be familiar and intimate with the author of life himself, If we are to follow him, we must know him. And so what does this real savior look like? The scriptures give us a a real view, a real picture of a flesh and blood person, fully human, fully divine. This is the real savior. Jesus was a builder, traveling mostly by foot wherever he went, sometimes living outdoors, He was a strong man who faced off with evil at the very start of his ministry. He confronted Satan in the wilderness, demonstrating his confidence in God the Father, that God was enough. Jesus was humble, becoming one of us, reaching out to women, children, the poor, the lonely and inexplicably reaching out even to those by their own hand came into trouble. He didn't compromise with evil, even when convenient or when a deal could have saved his own life. And through all of that, he was forgiving and merciful, even restoring Peter broken by his own denials of Jesus. Now the list could go on, of course. There are so many images of Jesus in the scriptures. But here's the thing. What we read about the Christ of his own time, this Christ is the same today and will be tomorrow and forever. This Jesus... In his own earthly ministry. He remains to this day. So you see this is the beginning of fleshing out the real Christ. And we can also take this even further by being accountable to each other. In a community of faith. You see it's within a community that we protect ourselves from following false Christs. Jesus formed communities for this very purpose. He called regular, everyday people to live a God-centered life, all through people being close to one another. And so I can tell you, as someone who's had an accountability partner since 1991, being accountable to another person or group of people, it's a powerful thing and it can be somewhat intimidating to the uninitiated. Living in a faith community like St. Michael means that we have responsibilities as we even participate in the joys of being together in this great parish. We form our own accountability groups by staying close to each other, checking on each other when we notice our friends aren't in church, And we're to be watchful about how we behave and what we say to each other. We're all called to follow the golden rule. It would seem a little off if I expect someone to treat me like I have the Holy Spirit within me, if I'm not doing the simple spade work of being in community with others who follow Christ. We all have these nice little boxes that we lever our own Jesus into. Nice, small, little boxes. We're all invited to be women and men who are developing a bond with the Savior of the Scriptures. And why is this important? Because ultimately, the Savior of our own creating that small little thing has no power to heal or forgive. It only has the power to propel us into our own way, continue to support us in what we think is right, as opposed to what the Lord thinks is right. This little Lord makes no demands on us, It has no real authority. And so as I age, I find myself having less and less time for anything that's not real. Those things that are not born of love and forgiveness, those things that don't offer a way back home, when by willfulness or happenstance I go astray, I don't have time for him anymore. The real Christ is what I crave. These things of Christ are only found in the living water of Jesus Christ, our rock and our salvation. And so as you go about your day, know there is one reality to be found in Jesus Christ. With so much going on in our world, friends, Let us draw strength and peace from the one true Lord. Investigate this. Let him reign in your heart. Find that place where we all can weather any storm that comes at us and where we may live in peace and forgiveness with each other as far as our own part is concerned. This is reality. And this protects us from following these false Christs. Each one of us is given a life to live as a gift back to the Creator. Spend it in love and thankfulness and forgiveness. This is how we live a life that protects us from the falsehoods that are outside of this wall.